Yeah! And you know what, Al? Let's do it. Let's give away a Rams Super Bowl championship hat right now. 877-710-ESPN. Caller number 10 is going to win that hat. You can strut around the city knowing that your squad won the Super Bowl. 877-710-3776. Caller number 10 wins a Rams Super Bowl championship hat. Have you got any uh, of your Rams swag yet, Slee? First of all, wear that hat to the parade tomorrow. Come on down tomorrow. Um, do you know if I don't walk away tomorrow with some type of swag? Like I, the fact that we're there, we're going to be doing the broadcast. You think they'll, you know, think they'll give us anything? Because if they don't, as a, somebody who's, I think in day number forty-eight of a Raider Raider Nation, <laughs> maybe they can get you to come on over. Maybe they can. We can win you. We can win you over to the Ram side. You can join the Ramily. Whose house, Al? Whose house? That's it's not. Sleewa's house. My, that's not my call. That's up to Raider Nation. I, that's not something. That's not a decision that I make on my own. They did adopt you rather nicely. They when you were out wandering were the football streets, very for nice. a team. Yeah, very they, they nice took to you me. in. They took asking you in to come to tailgates, way. the whole nine yards. You should just ask Aaron Donald for his game jersey tomorrow. When you when, when you see him at the parade, we're going to be doing our show from the Coliseum. Um, when you get a chance to see AD, just say, hey, AD, nice to meet you. My name's Alan Sliwa. Um, jersey? Just, just, just like that. Just throw it out there. Oh, you know what we haven't talked about? What do you got? Did you, did you get your table uh, next to the men's room at the steakhouse last night? Did you go out and do anything for Valentine's Day? So I didn't do a your traditional. By the way, were a lot of people. I I couldn't tell. Were a lot of people going out on Monday night yesterday? I I was. I did not go out, so I can't yeah. speak to it. But I didn't hear of it being a madhouse or anything. I, I went during the day, grabbed some lunch. I, I think I mentioned to you. I had some family in town, so we did some stuff with some family members. But just during the day, I still had Lakers talk last night, so I did the show last night. I, uh. I, yesterday was not going to be one of those. Let's go out Monday night, 8 o'clock. I don't know. It just sounds like uh, 9 o'clock, o'clock, it sounds like. <laughs> what? Why the show? Oh, that's right. You show have Lakers talk. That's yeah, right. I, I forgot yesterday. that you uh, double dip most days. That you were Just Mondays. Usually, well, no. There's Laker games on well, and other nights. You've got, you've got a lot going on. No, I did my traditional. Went to Costco, grabbed my, grabbed my flowers, grabbed my bottle of wine. Baller all move. all set up when she yep. came home from work. And, uh, you know, we, we celebrated Valentine's Day by her coming home from work. And we both went to bed at 930. It was a very exciting night okay. at the Rogers household. Very, very good. By you the way, the, the, the flowers... The route you took for the flowers was so much smarter and cost-efficient than the route I took for the flowers. Um, oh, did you order? No, I went to a place not too far here in Pasadena. Like a forest? The, yep. And okay. the idiots lining up with me. <laughs> All of us just together lined up. It doesn't matter the the price they throw at you. You already, you know, it doesn't matter. And then there's other things that you're going to throw into it, and they're upselling you on this. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tell you what I spent, but I can only imagine what Costco special was yesterday. So much smarter. I used a twenty and got change. That's all you need to know. And they're beautiful. And I can see them from where I'm sitting right now. And uh, it was a good night. All right, ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. You know what today was supposed I to be, I wish you right? didn't tell me that. What's that? You used a 20 and got I, change. Yeah, quite a bit. Paper change. <laughs> yeah, not just like some coins. I had to fold it Great and put it back in my uh, rubber band. Yeah, <laughs> just next year. Live and learn. Live and learn. Today was supposed to be the day pitchers and catchers reported to spring training. That's right. 
that here we are, middle of Feb. This is where you see Clayton Kershaw. He's laughing. He's playing catch with somebody. We're laughing. We're giggling. We're pointing mm-hmm. at the camera. All of that. That was supposed to happen today, and instead nobody's anywhere, and we just have no idea when they might play again. Okay. I want to set something up here because originally when you knew the lockout was happening, I remember one time you and I were having a conversation. I'm like, Trav, you know, let's talk about this. Let's kind of rip into this a little bit. You'd mentioned to me, I'm not worried. None of this matters. This is the same thing that they do every couple of years or whatever the case is. Until they actually start missing games, um, tell me when it's you know actually close to that version of it. Where are we right now in your mind of potentially missing games, spring training, the whole thing that comes with it? So when the World Series ended, right, the, the, year, the league year ends shortly after the World Series. It's a few days after, and we knew that it was coming, and that's when I told you that. I said, don't, don't sweat this stuff, right? It's going to be fine. This, we've been down this road a million times before. At that, at that point, on a scale of 1 to 10, 1 being no worries and 10 being I don't think they're ever going to play again, I was somewhere around a zero. Okay. Okay. It was. It was. We've seen it now. To, in base, I, I'm going to do something I don't do very often. To baseball's credit, their their leadership, Rob Manfred, Bud Selig, and the guys that have been in charge of this over the last 25 years or so, after they nearly killed the sport in 1994 yep. by not having the World Series, they realized, hey, we need to get this stuff figured out. Let's let's keep this off the front page for a long. Oh, time. so that's good. So going 60 miles per hour on 25-mile-per-hour uh, speed limit with churns that if you just screw it up a little bit, you go off a mountain, yep. that's when you decide, guys, maybe we should slow down a little bit. That's That sounds like really forward thinking. Yep. That's pretty much exactly what it was. But yep. for the better part of 20 years, they didn't they didn't screw it up. They, 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 it was quiet. But it's that same old stuff. So that that's kind of the background of this. And they'll figure it out because here here's what nobody wants to do. The players want to get their millions – and the owners want to get their billions, and they will, and they'll figure it out, and they'll call each other names, they'll call each other liars, one side will accuse the other side of negotiating in bad faith, they'll posture, they'll threaten, they'll say that they're going to start spring training late, they'll say that they're going to miss games, they'll say that the fans are going to suffer, they'll tell all these ridiculous stories and lies, every side will present, well, here's why we think what we think, and here's why we think what we think, you're not going to miss any games. And, and if they do, they'll push maybe the start of the season back a little bit. If I was at a zero a few months ago, I'm at a 0.1. This is I've been through this so many times with these guys. Everybody is lying. Everybody's telling you the story that they think will play best in the paper, online, on TV, on talk radio. I don't care. They'll figure it out. Everybody's going to get what they're probably going to get anyway, and baseball will start, if not on time, damn near it. So just out of curiosity, if – it's the same song and dance every time. Do they not learn from the same song and dance? Like, what's why is it necessary to <laughs> have is, the same song and dance? Al, Al, this is where you and I are like totally different human beings. Mm-hmm. You expect people to act differently than they have every other time before. I expect people to do the same thing every single time that they've done before. Of course, they do the same thing. It's what they do. If they can squeeze one more little dollar out of this, they're going to squeeze it. So learning from our mistakes, why would we do that? Okay, the other the other question I have then is spring training. Um, well, okay, what 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 happens here? At what point do you get worried? What point do you uh, Travis Rogers kind of well, starts see, sitting back yeah. and saying, "Wait a minute, is this uh, 
This is a little different than usual. So, like, what, what point do you get worried? If the season usually starts the end of March, right? It's like the last weekend in March, yeah. first weekend in April. That's about mm-hmm. when opening day happens. If we get to that point and literally they haven't even started camps, then at that point, okay, the, the season's going to be weird. There's going to be a bunch of doubleheaders, or instead of playing 162, maybe they'll play 150. They'll, they'll squeeze it together at that point. If you get close to when the season was supposed to start, then it's a little bit different. Here's the biggest difference. So you're not worried why... if you get into no. Mar- the first week of March and they're not there's nothing going on with spring training or not, anything? Not really, because the, here's the biggest difference between now and what it was like in the 80s and 90s. When spring training was the place where guys would come in and get into shape, right? How many times did you hear these stories about, wait, why is this guy 30 pounds heavier than the last time I saw him? Mm-hmm. It doesn't really happen very much like that anymore. These guys take really good care of themselves. Right. You don't think Clayton Kershaw has been playing catch? You don't think Clayton Kershaw is throwing bullpens on this? Of course he is. All of these, especially well, here's, the, the here's free a good agents. comp. Here's a good comp. James Harden, Luca. They really looked like they were in shape coming into camp. They they looked Guaranteed fantastic. Guaranteed, and it just it's different when you're locked into a thing. But mm-hmm. these guys come. James Harden can play his way into shape in Major League Baseball. Clayton Kershaw goes out there thirty pounds heavy. His arm's going to fall off. Doesn't work quite like that. It's a little bit of different. They're not going to miss games. They're going to miss them. Berg, what any any concern, or are you with Travis here, where he's just kicking back, uh, drinking another mai tai, and not worried about it? See, I'm I normally am very much on Travis's side when it comes to baseball stuff, and it probably will get worked out. But I just feel like this isn't going to start until like June. You're going to need two to not three weeks. Yeah, there's going to take you need two to three weeks of spring training Can to get you everything imagine going. Imagine if these idiots played even less than one. Hold on, hold on. Then 160 That's, that's how I, I see it going. Can I imagine it, Alan? They canceled the World Series. Yes, I can imagine it. Yeah, but you were saying that they've got this run since they all since they basically veered off the road and almost went over the uh, over the side of a cliff. That they've had it right for X amount of years now. Different leadership, different players. And it's a whole new crop of guys. And everybody thinks, oh, we'll break them. We'll, we'll, we'll be the ones to break them. The baseball union, unlike football, unlike basketball, but these you guys just stick explain to not worry about it. I'm not And you think they it. could miss games? That, yeah. That's, yeah, that's an issue. Well, you're talking about leadership. Rob Manfred is by far the and the, the easily the worst commissioner in all of sports right now. He is going to be terrible, president of the United States. Terrible at, at some point. Yeah, he's calling it a hunk of metal or a chunk of metal for the. Yeah, that for was the, bad luck. Yeah, yeah. That was, and he's that still was doing it. Look. He's still saying all these crazy things. Tell he him, doesn't Greg. believe. Oh no, Berg, tell him all this positivity coming from Travis killing me. No, I don't want to hear positivity. that. It's it's reality. I don't it's trust re- Rob Manfred in any sense whatsoever to get ha- this done. See, see, this is where you guys are missing the most important part of all of this. Rob Manfred doesn't make the decisions. He helps. The Guggenheim Group makes the decisions. The owners, the Steinbrenners make these decisions. The, te- the these, these people that own the team say, all right, enough of this. I, I, I want to go sell more $24 beers. Open mm-hmm. this. Get, get, go get this done. Rob Manfred is taking orders from the guys that are the billionaires. The same way that, that Roger, Roger Goodell, Goodell is yep. taking orders from Jerry Jones and Stan Kroenke. These guys don't make the decisions. They carry out the decisions why, that the billionaires make. Why does it feel like... Adam Silver is the only one that is like the perfect bridge between the owners and the players, right? Doesn't it seem like he is the the one that feels like, hey, I have the best interests of both sides. I, look, I got to serve the owners, but I could also tell the owners it is in our best interest to make sure the players also feel good about the situation. Does it feel like he's the only one of the three commissioners? 
He's developed more trust than those other guys for sure. I mean, it, it, and I don't know what it is. It's not coolness because I don't know if anybody would say Adam Silver's a cool guy, but it's a matter of respect and trust. Like when Roger Goodell went out on that podium the other day. It's good right? business. I it, think it's good it, business. It is good business. But yep. the, the reason it's good, the trust is good business. Roger Goodell has no interest in a collaboration with the players. I'm going to break those dudes. I'm going to get exactly what my side wants. I know it. They know it. I got more than you. I can outlast you. Baseball's not like that. Those those players are pretty steadfast. They have not rolled like that. So look at Roger Goodell at the Super Bowl. He was sitting next to Russell Wilson. If Adam Silver was at the NBA Finals, he would be sitting next to LeBron James. If Rob Manfred is sitting at the at the World Series, he's sitting by himself. <laughs> like this is, a, this is a totally different world. Adam Silver is great at what he he's does. He's sitting next to Altuve. <laughs> 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 They're both buzzing as it's going at the same time. But, oh my goodness. So, uh, by the way, was there anything more perfectly Russell Wilson than him sitting next to the commissioner? Is that not the most perfect person? That's to not sit the first time the we've seen that, right? Has he sat next to him before? Ru- Russell Wilson is two things that are undeniably true. Mm-hmm. He is a fantastic football player. Mm-hmm. And the most inauthentic athlete I've ever seen in my lifetime. The, the, uh, he this sold me. Dude, this he dude sold me. is selling you. Al, he threw an interception to lose the Super Bowl. Three seconds after it happened. Just so happy for the guys. So happy that we had a chance to be here. Get the out of here. Are you kidding? You just blew the Super Bowl. He Googled how to sell, tell his wife that she's pretty. He is the most fugazi human being I've ever seen. Great football player, but come on, man. Just unbelievable. Literally sold me. You shouldn't tell people that. That's that's a bad look for you. I'm sold. You should should stop telling people What's he selling? I I will buy. (laughs) All right. Lakers in the buyout markets, Lee. Are they uh, going to go in and get something done? Do they have anything that they can sell to somebody out there? That's coming up next. ESPN Radio is brought to you by... Progressive Insurance, it's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com/network. So, Greg, I have a uh, management question for you. I need you to put on your corporate Greg hat. You ready? All right, hold on. Yeah, let's go. (laughs) Okay. Are Slee and I allowed to participate in the party tomorrow? Is that, like, something that we can do? Or, like, what what, what exactly are the rules for being at the championship parade? The players are enjoying themselves. The fans are enjoying themselves. What about me and Al? So you guys are on the air from 10 to 1. I can Mm -hmm. only tell you what you can do from 10 to 1. And you know what? Just be responsible. <laughs> you ready, Al? Because the Mandy Awards got postponed, I still haven't gotten a chance to be with turned up Alan Sliwa. I kind of, I, I kind of would like to see that video. Just get sloshed by noon. <laughs>
It's going to be actually the players. You know, we're talking about like McVeigh going off and some of these others. It's uh-huh. it's actually other people saying, "Hey, you you got to get Allen Allen Trav off the stage. Why are they on the stage?" I need you to make another run through Home Depot like you did when you were a young Aztec and yep. you were trying to build your first beer bong. Yeah, I need you to go through and and rebuild that thing. To my to that point, I need to know your best drunk story. At some point. Oh, I can't tell that on the No, Disney I know you channel. can't. I You went to UCSB. <laughs> yeah. I've been to UCSB. I know how that goes. You know when good drunk stories are DP at their is best crazy. is when you're drunk. Right? When you <laughs> tell drunk, drunk stories are really good to tell when you're drunk. So I was going crazy the other night. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll give you the very short version of one of my favorite stories. Um, it was the... First weekend at UCSB when I had acquired a piece of identification that would allow me to do things that I wasn't supposed to be doing. Okay? So I just had this thing, and I put it to good use. And I wake up the next day, and my shoes are gone. They're gone. I don't I don't know where they are. Mm-hmm. And, and I also remember getting sick at one point in the night. And I'm pretty sure that for whatever reason, I, I was locked out of my apartment, and I thought I didn't have a car at the time. So, but I was cold. It was it was cold outside. So I remember getting into my buddy's car to try to stay warm and just fall asleep until I could get back in my apartment. And I thought that's where I had gotten sick. So I the next morning I apologized and said, "Hey, listen, I'm I'm really sorry, but this is what happened." Oh my gosh, you gotta be kidding me. We go down to his car. The car's fine. There's nothing in his car. My shoes aren't there. Nobody was in his car all night. Still don't know whose car it was, where it was, where the shoes ended up, but that uh, that's the very short version of a very long story. It's a very confusing story. I, I didn't know where you were going. I had no idea. So to this day, you don't know where those shoes are? Nope. Gone. Shoes gone, and somebody had a very unpleasant surprise in their car. I couldn't find the car the next day, much yep. less 30 years after the fact. So uh, you, whoever uh, you are, I'm very sorry. I owe you a car detail. Call me, you, and I'll take care of you. Were you designer shoes back then, too? No, Santa they were Barbara? probably like Chucks or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. I want to show you what I got going right now. I got this going right now. Oh, that's I, yeah. Those look so comfortable. Yeah, yeah the problem is, is yeah. it's a very tough uh, – you can't have them on all day. You know what I mean? Like Speak sometimes for yourself. <laughs> you, your your feet don't need to breathe. I mean, I take them off occasionally. If I go like to out of the house, I take the slippers off. But right now, I got my little fur lined little shoes going on. It's a it's a pretty good deal. Um, you were talking a little bit during the break, Slee. Yeah. Lakers play again tomorrow night against the Jazz, and then they got the All Star break and they're gone for a while. We, we we talked a minute ago about how they're they're almost certainly going to end up in the play in tournament, and they either will or will not get out of it. And where they slot in, are they the eight? Are they the seven? Time will tell. They're six games back of getting out of the playing tournament. They will either they're if they lose tomorrow, they're two games back from not being in the playing tournament. Right. And they're six games back from moving up to number six. So there is no scenario where they're not in the playing tournament unless they didn't make the playoffs. Unless they miss it altogether. Yeah. Right. That being said, being the seven seems to me so much more interesting because as I've watched the NBA most of this season. Mm-hmm. I, to, to me, I don't think there's any question that the Suns are the best team in the league. I'm not saying that they're going to win the championship, but they've played the best basketball all season long. They 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 have this edge, this anger almost that they play with. Well, they have it's, this edge that they they're still being disrespected, and they didn't win the NBA Finals. That's the edge that they have. Yeah, and but it's every night, and it's every guy. It's Chris Paul, it's Booker, it's Aiton, it's Payne, it's all of these guys that are just there. They're having such a good year. 
I get that the Warriors are missing guys, that, that Draymond's been out, that Wiggins has missed some time, and, or, or not Wiggins, um, Wiseman has missed some Wiseman's time. Wiseman's been out, yep. yeah. That I, I get it. But if you're telling me right now, pick who you want to play in the first round and you're going to pick either Phoenix or Golden State, give me Golden State. There, there's not a good choice there, but it feels yeah. like Golden State's a better choice. Seeing what they played against on Saturday, they could beat that team. I don't know if they can beat them four times in seven games, but they, I feel like the Suns would just truck them four or five-game series and down the road, here we go. So this is what you this is what you got a value of, and it's kind of funny to have this conversation because you're right. They have to get the path the Lakers have to get to to just get out of the playing tournament, and then you're trying to make a selection of, hey, who would you rather play, the Suns or the Golden State Warriors? And seeing the Lakers five games below 500, it's not like you can be in any any stretch of the imagination feeling confident of any of the scenarios. But this is a question that you you you'd ask yourself. Do you want to play a team that I think has a higher upside, and I'm talking about the Warriors, and a squad in Draymond, Steph, and Clay and Andre Iguodala? Hey, we've been there. We've done it before. Steve Kerr, I've won a champ. I've won multiple championships before. Or do you want the team like the Phoenix Suns, who we've never won? We have that extra chip on our shoulder. No, we want to smash teams, and if it's the Lakers that are in our path, we don't care. Which one do you think is going to be a tougher opponent? I actually lean more towards I'd rather play the Suns than the Golden State Warriors. Not that either path would be good, but I, I'd give me the team that has not won it yet rather than the team that's won it multiple times and some of those players have been there. I, I, I understand that intellectually, but I think the emotional component of it takes it to a totally different place. The, the Lakers and the Warriors emotionally – feel like they're kind of like, hey, your guys are going to the Hall of Fame. We're going to the Hall of Fame. Let's play this and see how it goes. The, the Suns are here to break people's spirit. They play the, – what they did to the Golden State Warriors a couple of nights ago, they ran them out of the building. They absolutely demolished the, them. The, oh, wait, wait, who are you talking about here? The Suns. Oh, the Suns and the Bucks, or the Suns oh, – I'm sorry, that was the Bucks. Suns I'm, and the you're, Bucks. You're right. Yep. I'm getting my, my games confused. You're right about that. But I'm just – I've watched them play mm-hmm. the way that they've played this season, and it leaves you feeling – this does not feel like last year. The Suns and the Lakers series was actually a really good series until AD went down, right? That the Lakers were probably the team that you thought were going to win that series until he goes down. They're not playing that, eh, that's AD, that's LeBron, let's see what it is. This feels like we're, we're better than you. You, you guys are not on our level, and we're going to come in here and steamroll you guys. I did not get that sense last year. Even though they ended up winning the series, it felt more like they'd caught a break. Now it doesn't feel like they're catching breaks. It feels like they're just a lot better than the Lakers. Berg, you got to pick between the Suns or the Warriors. I know it sounds kind of funny to say right now, but you got to pick between one of those two teams. Who would you rather play? See, I'm I'm with you, Slee. Well, I would much rather see the Suns. I know everything that you're saying, Travis, makes complete sense, but I just feel like once it gets to this and you get LeBron and Anthony Davis playing in the playoffs and then it actually gets to that point, that means that the rest of the team kind of worked itself out around them. And if they're going to do that, they, they match up better better, I feel like, with the Suns and can, and can control that series like they were last year. Once you can, If they're playing to that point where they're making it, it's the Suns. That's the better so, way to go. So here's you the don't agree thing. with me, it's okay, though. Here, here's the funny thing. Trav, I agree with you that this ain't last season. This no. is not last season. And that Suns team, like if you actually sit down and watch a Phoenix Suns team, I can't really find a weak point other than none of those guys have won an NBA championship. So that's that's the only thing I'm going to put there. But, but they've been right on the precipice, Al. This oh, that is could not play to like your advantage. By the way, that it, could play to your advantage because you right. haven't won a chip yet. But if you watch them play, 
Point guard, Chris Paul, one of the greatest to ever do it. How about backup point guard? One of the best pack backup point guards. Devin Booker can drop 50 any given night. They got size with Aiton, Bismack Biombo, JaVale McGee. They got all these wing players that are kind of the, the, the blueprint of They're the type well of player you want in the NBA, a 3 and D guy. They have everything. The only thing they don't have... They haven't proved that they've won a championship yet, but I, I think you can make a case that's going to actually work to their advantage rather than uh, disadvantage. All right, so we're at the uh, parade tomorrow. By the way, Greg, any any word back from the mayor of La Habra? Has he booked us for the uh, corn festival yet? You know, if I'm he not hasn't, if him. he hasn't, I'm busy that weekend. <laughs> so if I'll you're, do it by myself. If you're from La Habra, get on your phone, call the mayor's office constantly. Just keep calling the mayor's office and telling them we want Travis Lewa at the Corn Festival. Grand Marshal, not just back. to attend. We want to be Grand Marshal yes. of the Corn Festival. We want to be the centers of attention. We want to be the guys in the back of the fire truck or the the convertible Cadillac from 1965. Whatever the vehicle of choice of the Corn Festival is, I want to be on the back of but it Trav and be the center of attention. Driving a Silverado. That's not a, that's not a question. <laughs> well, the Silverado is in it. <laughs> We'll tow it along the way. All right. Uh, you and I are at the parade tomorrow at the Coliseum, yep. the Rams championship parade. Who comes back to the Rams after the parade? How many guys are coming? How many guys are going? That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. The fact that we're going to be at the Rams Super Bowl winning championship parade tomorrow, very cool, and it makes sense. That Mm -hmm. Go back to a year ago. If I would have said, hey, Slee, the the Rams are going to win the Super Bowl with Matthew Stafford. It's not not crazy. No, it's not. It it was something that was in the cards. If I told you that the Dodgers were going to go to the National League Championship Series, but Atlanta just had a a better week, yeah, makes sense, right? And all of these things, if I told you Mm -hmm. heading into the All-Star break that the Lakers were going to be five games under five hundred, you would have thought I had a concussion. It, it just it just doesn't make any sense at all, and yet here here we are. I just you, you said it during the break. You're like, yeah, they're five games. I'm like, wait, what? How how how? Huh? Five well, here, under at the break? Here's the crazy thing too: is if you you were you obviously made it known that when Westbrook was traded to the Lakers, you didn't like the move, right? You weren't crazy about where, the where you fit. At, where you What's at? Yeah. Where you, you at, weren't Flea? crazy. You weren't crazy about the fit. There are a lot of things that you didn't like. But if I'd have 
if the conversation was, man, Lakers are struggling this year, you know they're fifth place in the Western Conference. You know they're going to have to face the Suns in the second round, and they might have the Utah Jazz in the first round, and they don't have home court throughout the playoffs. Yeah. You and I be you, and they're seven games above five hundred. You would you would be saying, yeah, I told you that this trade for Westbrook was not going to work. But this is a completely different conversation. The the level, the scale, the if they lose tomorrow to the Jazz, who I'll just kind of you know, here's a reality with the Utah Jazz. They're a really good team that just didn't have Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell for a while. Oh, they're both back. They're on a six-game winning streak. It's going to be a tough game tomorrow. You lose tomorrow, you're six games below 500 and two games not making the playing tournament, two games away from not making the playing tournament. That's a completely different conversation whether you were a proponent of Westbrook or you weren't a proponent. The the, the position that they're in today, I don't think anybody uh, predicted. It it it. Def- no, you're right. I didn't like the deal. I, I didn't think it was a good fit. I didn't think that it was going to be good enough to beat the best teams in the East. I did not envision a bad team. Like the the, the fact that it's a bad team is complete was completely off of the the option tree along the way. All right, as I mentioned, um, Lakers or excuse me, I got the Lakers on the brain. The Rams. Lakers parade tomorrow. <laughs> well, they can come if, if Trevor Reason wants to come hang out. He's he's welcome to come. Um, Rams parade tomorrow. They're going to be throwing the party, but this is this is the. I guess if you're the 31 other teams, it's good news, and if you're the Rams, it's kind of bittersweet. This is probably the last team that group, the last time that group of guys is all going to be together, and then all of a sudden, guys are going to go as free agents. Guys are yep. going to retire. Guys are going to get cut. This is this is the reality of pro sports. It turns over that fast. The Rams have a lot of decisions to make on who they're going to bring back. And I think one of the really interesting ones is OBJ. And and while it sucked to see him go down the way he did in the, in the Super Bowl, I wonder if that doesn't maybe make it a little bit more likely that he comes back out. He knows the Rams. They know him. They kind of – you know, polished him up again to make him a legit star the way that he was, but kind of we'd forgotten about in Cleveland that he could rehab here. That it's a big market for a big name. It just, it just seems like a really good fit. I would love to see him come back. One of uh one of the promos that I hear Keyshawn when they're doing the morning uh morning show Keyshawn J Will and Max, um it was a conversation and Key is saying that he had talked to Odell Beckham and the position that he's in right now that, you know, just kind of look at his career, some of the different situations and predicaments. And he finds himself on a squad where um, the organization from top to bottom, you're like, wow, okay, everybody's pulling the rope in the same direction. They actually need him. They're using him. On the other side is Cooper Cup, who gets so much attention. All of a sudden, Odell Beckham is like, wait a minute, I get one-on-one coverage. So I, I, he's a he is an interesting piece. I don't know if it's the right way to say this, um, that he's a luxury. And I say that because if Robert Woods, right, you assume that he's going to – Robert Woods will be healthy and ready to go. You already have Cooper Cup. This is more, I think, a decision. Odell Beckham, do you want another chance to win a Super Bowl? Do you want to be in a position to – because it's not like this is going to be the only option for him, right? Like there will be plenty of opportunities for him. But the the question comes down to – is this the organization that you want to play for? Do you want a chance at winning back-to-back Super Bowls? Do you want to be on the national stage as often as the Rams are? That's going to be the question, wouldn't you think? Because with Cooper Cup and with Robert Woods, it's not like they're it's not like they don't have big-time playmakers that can hold it down. The question is, Odell want to be a part of that? Well, and you you left one thing out. I, I agree with everything on your list. I would just add one thing to it. You can go cook here. 
Th- th- think about the looks that you're going to get. You've got the quarterback. You've already seen what Matthew Stafford can do. You've got the offensive player of the year on, on, that plays the same position that you do that's going to draw an insane amount With of With three guys on him, and he still gets the ball. <laughs> right. And you put Robert Woods back into the mix because here's, here's the thing, and I'm going to be football dork here for half a second. Mm-hmm. What Odell does is kind of unique in the Rams universe. What Cooper Cup and Robert Woods do are pretty similar. Like those are the two guys that are most alike one another. It's not a Robert Woods and Odell thing, and then Cooper Cup's over here. Robert Woods and Cooper Cup can both line up at all three spots. You'll see Cooper Cup in the slot. You'll see Robert Woods in the slot over and over again, and they can scheme certain ways to get those guys open because they can get favorable match. Odell is a guy that lines up outside the numbers or outside that more often than not. Can he do the other thing? Sure, he can. But that's not really – he's an over-the-top guy. He's a fast guy. He can run all these routes. But he's that guy. He's the guy that could really go – because if all of a sudden – and with all due respect to Van Jefferson, who had a nice year, he's not on the level of those other three guys. Those other three guys together, if you had – we never saw it. Robert Woods got hurt too fast. We never saw all three of those guys at their best at the same time. That could be devastating, Salih. So the question then comes down to, if you're Odell Beckham – why do you leave? Money. Why do you leave? Money. And that, man, by the way, I respect it. I, that's I'm, fine. I was just going to say. I mean, yeah. ultimately, at the end of the day, if he left, it's it, you. You can't find a better situation for winning, right? You can't find it. Now, listen. You might find a situation where they're selling. Hey, you're not the number three guy here. You're the number two guy, or you're or the number, number one. one guy, right? Right. You're going to find situations where teams are going to try to sell them on that. But if you want to win, tell me another place that you're going to have that opportunity next year. No, an opportunity to win, you're probably not going to find a better one than the Rams. You might find something nearly as good, but if it's nearly as good and, oh, by the way, I can pay you double what they're going to pay, buy. By, and by the way, I'd shake his hand and pat him on the back and say, Thanks. I'm, I'm never going to tell these guys not to go get their money, especially in that sport, especially in that sport, because you just don't know what's well, going to happen from one moment to the next. But my, the answer is, and he's been, he's kind of dropped some breadcrumbs along the way, like, I, I want to stay, I, I might be willing to make some, some sort of deal that works out best for both of us, but if somebody comes in and blows his hair back with some crazy money, then I'm bye, okay. See, I'd and, leave. And if that happens, mission accomplished. Right, like you yeah. just got a Super Bowl, and that's something nobody is ever going to be able to obviously take away from him. So either way, you almost feel like it's a win for him, and it's a win for the Rams too. They went out and and, and they got him, and at one point it was well, this guy is more of a luxury than a necessity, and then he started becoming a necessity, and, and certainly came through for the Rams uh, the, over the course of the playoffs. It may be the perfect example of how you need, but not only do you need to be good, mm-hmm. not only do you need to be bold in your decision making, you got to be kind of lucky. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you you got to be kind of lucky because if the Rams aren't bold in going to get OBJ and Robert Woods goes down, we saw what that offense looked like without both of those guys there, without Tyler Higby there, that your options get narrower and narrower, that they were lucky that they decided, you know what, let's go see if we can use OBJ as an air quote luxury. And then before the ink had even dried on his new deal, Robert Woods gets hurt at practice, and now he's not a luxury, he's an absolute necessity. The Rams got lucky in that. They, they set themselves up for luck, but that was a pretty lucky break along the way. That Eric Weddle kept himself in shape mm-hmm. is a mm-hmm. lucky break along the way. They, they, you got to have a couple of these. Okay, but, you, you but even, have a few. even with that, 
I think you're right about you know luck is a part of any championship, any championship run that you have. There there is a there is a certain percentage of the, of it that's luck. They also, I mean, just using you know some of the main guys, they also went out there and made it happen. Like there oh, there is sure. there is there were predicaments, and I go back to this because they didn't have a game in the playoffs other than a game against the Cardinals where you sat back in the fourth quarter saying, okay, we got. Um, let me go grab another beer, and you know, if I leave and and all of a sudden Ramen. just go listen to the game on the broadcast, no problem, right? Game against Tampa, you were you were sweating, sweating while you're watching the game. We were actually both in the studio for that one. Nobody understood what the hell happened. The game against the Forty ers <laughs> plenty of moments you probably thought they may lose this game. They're probably not going to win this game. If by plenty of moments you mean the entire second half, yes. Okay. <laughs> and then the game against the Bengals. I mean, all the way until that fourth down play when it's fourth and one. How about when it's second and one? All they have to do is go get a first down, and they decide to throw a a 30, 40-yard play out of bounds. And then third down, they run it, they don't get anything, and then they set up for shotgun formation on fourth down. There was never a moment that you didn't think this thing might not come through, but their players came through. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. I'm very excited to see what uh, Greg Greg Bergman puts in the dump. Coming up next, it's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. What do you wear to a championship rally, Slee? What what do you uh, are you going to suit up? Or are you going to go station gear? Like how do you, how do you roll into the Rams championship parade tomorrow? I go. Uh, I have really nice wife beaters, so I wear the nice one, right? So I don't want to kind of give up too much detail, but it's almost more of like a V neck. Um, so V-neck I wear that. Wife beater? I, yeah, I tuck it in with a pair of slacks. Uh, I'm all class. I just want something classy. If I if I like? get the opportunity to talk to Aaron Donald or Matt Stafford, I just want them to walk away like that dude has class. <laughs> V-neck wife beater and slacks. I think we'll just leave it at that and uh, and move on. The New York Post uh, outed outed air quotes Snoop for uh, smoking a little bit before he went on stage at the Super Bowl halftime Ooh. show. My question can't is: Can't do that, bro. Yeah, you can't. The- you can't do that, Snoop. Do the editors of the post have they never heard of Snoop Dogg before? Have they never are they unfamiliar with who this man is and how he makes his living and what he does? They sent out. I mean, the photo <laughs> is like uh, somebody robbing a bank. Hey, <laughs> did you see this guy? Snoop smoking a joint? He's been he's been uh, his brand has been built <laughs> off smoking jays. Since the 90s, and all of a sudden in 2022, we want to throw out a picture, throw it up in the New York Post, and say, did you just see what this guy did where it's legal in the state of California? Next scoop for the uh, New York Post is John Daly enjoys beer prior to teeing off at the U.S. Open. That's uh, that's going to be the next big one. Makes country album as well. (laughs) Outlaw, Southpaw, or something. I don't forget what J.D.'s uh, country music album All his exes wear Rolexes. 
I, that's exactly what it is. Ah. You're right there. That's indeed it. Um, I like that Frank Vogel threw it back to eighth grade basketball at a recent Lakers practice. Nobody can go home until you make 25 free throws at the end of practice. Yeah, but uh, Coach Vogel, I got a big chem exam tomorrow, and Mrs. <laughs> Mrs. Garcia is a very tough grader. I, I got to get home and study the table of periodic elements. What a what a catastrophe. Yeah, so the details is. were, I think they had to hit 25 free throws. What was a bird? 25 free throws in a row? Or everybody had to hit 25 free throws. Well, if it's 25 in a row, they're probably still there. Yeah, they would not make it. Yeah, they just had to make 25 free throws. Yeah, I think every team in the NBA would still be there. Yeah, what what are they? I think they're second worst record in the NBA in free throw attempts. And yeah, they they don't need those extra points. They don't need those right now. Those missing double digit free throws in close games. Yeah, that, that, that won't help them at all. What a terrible look. What it, I mean, just yeah. these, 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 they, you got to make twenty five in a row. Before, I mean, that's just, that's that's literally like NJB junior basketball stuff. That's not NBA. I'm not saying they're not important. I agree with you that they're incredibly important. But if they're not if they're not making them, that's not going to change anything. Wait, what do you mean? If they're not making them. If they're not making them, it's because they're professional athletes who are bad free throw shooters. Twenty five at the end of practice isn't going to turn not to practice their free throw shooting. I'm saying that if it's not fixed now, it ain't getting fixed. My point is Dwight Howard has shot free throws the same way for however old Dwight Howard is, 33, 34 years. Hey, Dwight, knock down 25 more doesn't turn him into Calvin Murphy. Well, how about how about that? How about that Warriors game on Saturday? They missed double digit free throws. And it's Braun that misses the first of three free throws to tie the game. Talking about practice. It was it was a bad look. Good news. Magic and Genie are talking again early in the season. I, I don't quite understand how you blow a guy, a guy that, that leaves and blows the whole place up on his way out the door, and then he's the guy you call to try to fix things on the fly. That seems that's confusing to me, Slee. Um Yeah, I don't know. I, I listen, if there's one thing I think Jeannie has always shown her relationship with Magic. That's always going to be as close as it can possibly be. Lakers got so many things that they're trying to figure out on the court. I'm not going to try to break that down as well. I will. <laughs> break it you down. won't, I will. Yeah, because break it down. it doesn't make any sense at all. What, what happened a couple of years ago was mm-hmm. Magic and Rob Palenka's relationship was no longer a tenable situation. They, they Magic did not trust him, right? Magic went... Uh, the last game of the season, while the against game, the Blazers, they he the, resigned. He he not he didn't resign. He he lit a match that nearly burned the place to the ground. Mm-hmm. It, it wasn't a you know what I'm stepping away from basketball to go focus on my entrepreneurship. It it wasn't that. It was I'm leaving because that guy over there is full of it. I'm leaving because then he went and a did a TV the, tour. Yeah, yeah, he went on first take the next day and, and brought a neutron bomb and blew the place up. And the, his relationship with the team, with the with Rob Palenka, was gone for good, right? This was something that felt like, not that he wasn't going to be a Laker, but in very short order, the owner of the team who sided with uh, Palenka in this thing is now having conversations. And I get it. They're, they're more like brother and sister than they are anything else, that they're than colleagues, but... If I'm Rob Palenka, I'm feeling a really weird way about all of a sudden that Magic's back in the room and consulting and things. I do not like that at all. I, it, you know the funny thing? It doesn't surprise me at all. It really doesn't. It doesn't surprise me. And I, I think that do you relationship like – Do you think it helps? Does it, do you think it makes them a better organization that it's, it's – you know, I, I can never come back there because Rob's a snake in the grass too. I'm talking to him a, a year later. It's weird. I think that the Lakers won a championship without Magic there, and 
whether you like it or not, Rob Palenka is no question about it. The making a ton of these decisions, I, I, almost to me, it almost like doesn't even matter anymore. If he hadn't won a championship, and if they were, if the uh, if the position was so much different of, well, you did all this and you gave up all these assets, what's the future look like? And they hadn't won a championship, I think it'd probably be different. It, it's I, I don't like it for the simple reason that you need a, a chain of command. You need something that makes – and not that you can't have somebody that's a, a, a consigliere, somebody that's a confidant that you – you know, hey, listen, I'm, I'm kind of struggling with this decision. I'm getting this advice from this person, and I'm not quite sure. What, what do you think about this? That's mm-hmm. fine. But that person that you bring in to lean on, to be the thoughtful ear, to be the person that you turn to in moments of indecision, can't be the guy that's the mortal enemy of the guy that's offering you advice. I get it. It doesn't no, make it, any sense. I, I get it. There's This is not something that doesn't have history. Obviously, there's an incredible amount of history between that. So I, I get it. I, I know where you're coming from. Do you match the V-neck wife beater with the slacks? Are they the same color? Or do you go like a blue... Uh, wife beater top or do you go with the black slacks or do you go yellow for the rams like take me through the uh sartorial choices white and black that's that but that's your raider stuff coming through well <laughs> you know you could you can look through it any way that you want but uh like i said there's uh there's different types of class and for me that's the color scheme that shows the most class do you have no regrets tattooed across your chest <laughs> no regrets <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> so i i I cannot. I think Sean McVay is a good choice. I have an I area think, code tattooed on my shoulder. <laughs> are you a six one nine guy down there? Is that where the El Cajon is? Are you? Is that where you're in the back Still, still six one nine on the phone. No, that's here. like OG San Diego. You, you should. You should yeah. definitely get it tattooed right above your right eye. I think that would look. 100%. I think that would look really good. So come on out tomorrow. Take the day off. Enjoy the parade. Celebrate the Rams championship. Slee and I are going to be at the Coliseum. We're going to be covering everything that's going on during the parade, and then once the entire team gets to the Coliseum, we're going to have everything that there is. Everybody that talks, we're going to broadcast it right here on seven ten. Uh, Mason is going to try to make his way down there as well, so he's going to join us and talk about everything that's going on. Slee, I am. I'm pumped for the parade. I've never been to one of these, and I'm I'm fired up for it. I'm a veteran. My second one at the Coliseum, Lakers back in 2009. It'll be great. It'll be fantastic. By the way, you miss any part of the show, ESPN app or on iTunes. Catch the full three hours on the podcast if you can't catch it live. Assuming Mason's car didn't explode on his way uh, to go do the show, Mason and Ireland is coming up next. Put some air in those tires, Mace. Get that oil changed. Take care of your business. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.